two weeks ago last week. What All right, now doing? we good. Hello. Hey, that's him. <laughs> what you talking about? Everybody in frame? We turn that shit up. Woo! Probably should turn the music down. When you spell out hits. Alright, let's do that again. Yeah, that was kind of weak. Wait, time out before you stop. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. So right after the clap, you got the clap. Am I, am I bringing us in? <laughs> yeah. Or you want to play? Because we got music playing. So what do you want? Just fade the music out. Not all the way down. Just lower it. And yeah. You know what he's doing, Future? Play the music. No, not play. The music. But yeah, play the music. Turn it down and then. That's Future from Eight Mile. <laughs> 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 not, not, not future, bro. That's what's happening. We're ready. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what up, what up? It's Five Mics. It's episode two. We back up in this thing. You know who it is. We got Dino. We got Monte. We got James. We got Tim. We got Io. We up in this thing. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Doing well, man. What a week. It's been a week. Doing well, man. Lots to talk about, so we can jump Ooh. right into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who kicking it off? Tim? Well, first, first, Dino, explain for the pod the new format that we're working with, the vibe that we're doing for this episode. I guess I'm on the spot. Um, and hopefully and beyond. I don't even know, but basically, we got five mics, so we're going to give each of us a topic. Um, throw it out to the fellas and then we'll expound upon that and then we'll go from there. See what happens. All right, it's episode two. So appreciate everybody for listening to episode one. We got a lot of good feedback or just feedback in general, I should say. Sorry. Um, we'll just keep putting these out every week until uh, we get good enough to go global with this thing. Perfect. Who wants to go first? I mean, I'll kick it off since nobody want to take that heat. There I mean, go. I'll go first. I don't yeah, care. No, I already said it, man. I'm going right. first. Go <laughs> no, but like what we touched on about last week, you know, when we was talking, like who are our leaders? Who are the leaders that pretty much we could look at and see for ourselves? And we seem like we just can't find that certain leader that stood out. So I feel like it's up to us to help the younger generation, the kids that's growing up after us, to help them become stronger leaders in the community and in the environments that they're in right now. Um Things I've been battling, you know, is going back and forth is mentorship. Like, what can I give as tools to these kids in today's world, in today's society, to be able to go out and be like, hey, man, I want to make a stronger future for the people around me now. And that's being 10 years, 15 years younger than me. And not even just being a mentor to the kids, it's adults that still need mentorship too as well. So I feel like the door could be open for a lot of people if they just had somebody they knew I could talk to. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you 100%. In terms of people who we have, like, in the culture, um, Killer Mike, he's a really he's a really good example that I've been sharing a lot of videos of his lately, shared with some of you guys. And, again, he was kind of talking about the things I was talking about on the podcast last week where we want to have those, like, structural changes made to help people who are less fortunate who look like us 
But also, we still want to, like, emphasize the ones of us who are winning. Right, so, like, background right. on Killer Mike, like, he owns apartment buildings. He owns land. He owns the, the masters to his tapes. He owns stocks and investments. So, like, he's still out here, still ro- out here rocking the gold chain, looking fly, all that stuff. But then he's doing the other part at the same time. So, I feel like that like that's a way to make things cool. So, we always talk about kind of the 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 outside flashy projecting of that. But you have people like Killer Mike or someone like Nipsey who, you know, before he died, I feel like there were people like insult in certain that type of type of stuff into the culture. You know what I'm saying? Where making ownership cool was a thing that was starting to pop up. But, you know, in the Nipsey situation, you start you go back to your hood, you buy the hood. Then what happens to you when you go back to the hood and buy the hood? So it's like when we get those leaders that come up, we have to I don't know. I don't praise know. Protect, them, the, protect yeah, is the right them. word, but. You know, we got to respect game, and you know, unfortunately, we have downfalls. In but at the same time, it seems like you just touched on like two people, you know, Nipsey and Killer Mike. How can we start something? Can we start something if we don't have millions of dollars in the bank? Absolutely, yeah. I think we can. I feel like that's the next step. Like yeah. kids need to learn that. You know, like oh, it's great to be like oh, Killer Mike came back, Nipsey Hustle came back, but it's like, dude, how do I get money without having to be a rapper, without having to play ball? You know, so that's the thing that I feel like it's going to be the toughest thing to, to grasp first. I don't know how everybody else feels about it in the room. Nah, so with what you were saying, though, and I remember I watched this movie on Netflix just a few months ago, All Day and the Night. All yeah. Day and Night, yeah, yeah. And so that's the movie where it was reflecting back on the fact that, like, he was a young boy and then his pops was in prison, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what ended up happening, he ended up murdering a couple people he ended up in prison with his pops. Right. And so pretty much what you're talking about is the fact that, like, how can we be role models? But the hardest thing is it's so hard to try to tell somebody not to follow in your footsteps. Right. But then you have to live your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but at the same time, though, making mistakes doesn't make things wrong. You know, so, like, even with these kids, and I know a lot of times when I talk to kids, when I go to schools, I tell them, I say, hey, nothing's going to be perfect. You will make mistakes, but at the same time, it's like those mistakes, you have to make those mistakes aren't. You have to make those mistakes. Don't try to live through somebody else. Correct, correct. I feel like we we have like a unique, as some of us that we're in like the coaching setting right now uh, with me coaching track um, where I had the athletic director say, hey, the kids really like you. Like they gravitate towards you. Like, Yeah, like because I'm not pretending anything. I'm not telling you something that you want to hear. I'm telling you what you need to hear. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes to that that mentor uh, status where it's I got to prepare you for the real life and outside of this, teach you lessons that stuff that you'll run into outside of the school, outside of track and all that. Um, same with my boys. I'm like, yo, like you got to do this. Like Correct. this is this is what's going to happen. I feel like me growing up, I don't I didn't see that in school where I was taught. Once you leave these doors, this is what you're going to run into. Never. None, none of the situations I've gone through, anything like that, I was never prepared for any of those situations. It was kind of like a, damn, I hit this head first, now I got to figure this out. Correct. So I feel like it's my duty, our duty, to take the situations that we've been through, let someone know, let these kids know, hey, this could happen. Mm-hmm. It may not, but it could happen. This is the mistake I made in this. This is how you do it right. So I definitely think mentoring kids with the coaching 
or whatever we can do, outreach and everything like that. I think that's our our mm. way of. You know what's crazy though? Kids. I don't think anybody really like wants to even be a role model though, because the amount of pressure you have being a role model is just ridiculous. So like when I say that, you can be a coach, uh, you can do all these things with these kids, but at the same time, it's like you have to snap back and realize you're still an adult. You still have. You still got friends. You still got relationships. Like you still want to be able to do your thing and not have to carry yourself in this role model fashion all the time. Because ultimately, what happens is once you make the mistake, then everybody puts you on this pedestal and everybody uh, really, really starts looking at you, saying, "Well, this person was in the school with my kids. This person was doing all this stuff. All of a sudden, now this person ain't exactly what we thought he was." Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, but that, like, I'm sorry, that goes go back to what you just told, what you said that you tell the kids. Like you have to make your own mistakes, and even as an adult, and even even as a role model. And a mentor, I'm gonna still make mistakes, and I have to let those kids know, like I'm not perfect either. Correct. But I'm gonna work to to be the best version of myself. Exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna mess up because exactly. I have to. That's life. Yeah. If I don't take no L's, I don't take no lessons. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I think, I think is to to answer your question. I think we be those leaders. Right. You know, and I, I don't say. I mean, I mean us, but then I also mean whoever else listens to this or whoever. Is it is it's looking for that leader? You be that leader. Exactly. Doesn't have to be that million dollar guy. Exactly. You know, it doesn't have to be that rapper, because that's one in, I don't know, one in a million, basically, right? right? So it's less rappers than businessmen. You right. know what I'm saying? Like right. successful rappers, I should say, on that aspect, than businessmen. So let's be that leader. That if you want to get into mentoring, then that's perfect. Like, hey, you don't have to be a super successful person. You just have to understand, like, what I have is my time. And my 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 knowledge and my experience, and that's what I'm going to give you as you. a youth. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, kids or people are going to always make their own decisions. It's on you to kind of just say, this is what I see, this is what I've seen, and this is what I recommend. Mm-hmm. On you to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Right? And even, like, growing up, I mean, we touched on this last week. But, you know, it's probably the last thing I'm going to say before we move to another subject. But touching on, like, what we said last week, even, like, the Boy Scouts. The Boy Scouts seemed like it was almost tailor-made. For white kids. I was a scout for one day. You know, you know, tailor-made for the white kids. We need, like, a program that I feel like we could actually have tailor-made for kids, you know, so they can't grow up and they're like, oh, my God, I'm not racist. Like, I should never have to say that. You know, I want everybody to be able to grow up and be like, oh, man, I remember back in the day, back in 2021, 2020, I had, you know, whatever the, you know, the, the group would be, I had meetings with him. 35 years ago, and we're still friends. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I feel like that should be built. We had the Boys and Girls Club, but everybody looked like us in the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. It was a, it was a Boys and Girls Club. Where was it at? It was in the in the hood here. But it was just like, okay, these the kids can't go home because they got nothing to do at home, so they're going to hang out here at the Boys and Girls Club. You know, so. Yeah, that's just, how I made most of my friends. Like, yeah. we was waiting outside for our parents to get off work to pick off us up. Off work, you know. So <laughs> it was like, shit, are we going to go to the Boys and Girls Club? Us up. You know, so. Yeah, but I feel like if there was like a club or like some kind of union, some kind of friendship, quarrel that you could do after school, yeah. it don't always have to fall back on sports because I feel like sports, they're already doing enough. Yeah. What else can be done? Yeah. What else can be done? That's the next thing. So I feel like with that subject, we should just move on to the next. Yeah, before we, we got a couple of minutes, but before you hop off that quick, there's just one thing that you guys all kind of made me realize is that we're always like, we're always looking up to the culture for those examples. Like we want... We want to look up to the rappers or we need to have like that special boys and girls club like in the culture. But one thing I realized is the other cultures are successful just because like they normalize being successful. 
And I realized like when I've d- done some of my stuff where I'm talking about self-improvement or like I'm on my Instagram or my YouTube, just like giving out game and I'm not making it about what I look like. I'll get emails from people like I get a lot of emails from Nigerians. I get a lot of emails from like young black men and they're like, oh, my God, like I'm so thankful like to see someone looking like me doing those things. And it's almost like having the confidence to just go into those arenas right. and not even like worry about what I look like and just like. There, like, just make it. There is no extra struggle for me to be black and successful. I'm just in there, and when people see that, they're like, "Oh, this is this is reality." Why do white people not need representation? Because they're fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. And if we just do that individually, like, it's almost like an extra like negative psychological layer to feel like you're a black entrepreneur or you're a black author or you're a black politician. It's like, no, I'm just. I'm just living my life eating yeah. and just making it actually, making it a normal thing. But what for if us there was like I'm that, proud you know? of being black, but yeah. I actually don't like the fact that I have to say like I'm a black whatever. Yeah, you know like what why can't I just be that? Why do I gotta I'm be a black guy in beer? Why can't I just be a guy in beer? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Why can't he just be somebody who teaches basketball kids, you know, or a track, you know, stuff like that. So I feel like we almost have to go back and create these you know, workshops. Like how do I become an author? Just pick up a pen, right? I feel like if you if you went and told some kids like, "Hey, man, this is how some of the best authors become the best authors," right? You know, so I feel like with workshops you could do anything: math, writing, English, speech. Absolutely, and I actually you know? already do teach workshops on writing, and people all sorts of different people come. Yeah, uh, especially like again, like Nigerian people, they're always like, "Oh, I didn't know, I didn't know you could be a writer," but there's a couple other people. Like with names like mine who do that stuff, so yeah, just putting yeah. putting content out there and good representation for sure. I just told him I'm not black. I'm OJ. That works too for some. Right, we're gonna there cut you that go. Out. <laughs> That's definitely getting edited. We gonna edit that out. All right, what do we got, Tim? Nah, but uh, <laughs> what do we got, Tim? So one thing that's been bothering me as of late is just I feel people is just reaching to the point right now where. Everybody's trying to cancel somebody. Explain man. reaching for for the for the lay people. So when I say reaching, it's like so people are trying to dig up things that are completely not even worth being dug up. So it's like truly, even like the Bubba Wallace thing. I feel like it. From what I heard, it was not a noose, right? But then that became a story that it was a noose. Now he's adamant saying that it was a noose, but it's been around for such a long time. And then they're trying to make a big deal out of something that truly wasn't that big of a deal. And then to, to piggyback off that, but I'm just, I'm go ahead. You can chime in. All I'm saying is like, they made it sound like that, that thing's been there for a while. Yeah. The What's thing with like here? a reach, you know, obviously it's the media, you know, it's the media. Even if you go to school for it, they're going to teach you that it's tainted. And then you're going to work for the media and they're going to make you taint, you know? So I feel like with everything included, you only searching for the next Best thing. Even when it came out to it, when we was all rocking, you know, the Motorola Razor. What's next? Let's get the Blackberry. What's next? Oh, iPhone. What's next? You know, you know, so it's I always feel like it's gonna be something that has a little more hype, a little more buzz. We need that next story. So let's say, hey, Bubba Wallace, you know, somebody found the news. If the hell if I know, like I don't watch NASCAR. I feel like Bubba Wallace team could have put it in there just to say it's a story to be made. You know, so he could get publicity, so people could be like, "Oh, let's go and rally for a Bubba Wallace." Yeah. Why wouldn't he do that? Because they did. The topic I, is I hot. I was one of them. I was one of the ones like, "Yo, what?" It was like the topic is hot. Why would not be like, "Oh man, they're already talking about black people and injustices." 
Yeah. Why wouldn't I be like shit? Let me throw a noose in the in my in my hanger and see what's up. Yeah, I bit my tongue when it came out. I'm like, well, give it a 48 hours. Like I didn't say I didn't say anything. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I, I already, the already 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 knew to stay back. From yeah, I'm not. T- that's the topic I'm not touching. Because first of all, how many race tracks have I ever been to? <laughs> I can. Second that. of all, I can't even speed in my car. So that sport don't even mean anything to me. <laughs> Straight like that. Don't mean nothing to me, bro. Every time I sped, I got a ticket damn near, so I'm good. I mean, you got to think about it. That's, that's luck, actually something I might go into like when I do my topic at the end, but it's kind of like, is like if you think about it, is the media incentivized to help race relations in America? What reason would they, like if you think it out logically, what reason would they have to make things better? Well, here's the thing. I, I'm sorry to cut you off, bro. But you got to think it's that Me Too aspect of things. Oh, the Me Too. Let's get everybody indicted on the Me Too. You know, like look at how people we grew up with. Now you're talking about, oh, yeah, they did something. It was a trend. Racial injustices, racial being black, oh, being racist, all that kind of stuff right now, I feel like is a trend. Mm. Back to this black square that everybody posted and blacked out. You know, you know so it's, it's just one of those things. I feel like if you're going to trend off something, let's keep this trend hot. You know, like trends, fads, everything dies out. But how do you keep it hot? You got to keep new stories. You got to keep it fresh. You got to keep new fashion on top of it. So I just feel like right now they're making race relationships a trend, bro. I don't I don't agree with that, obviously. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't but agree it, with that, obviously. But that goes to what, what you were saying, Tim, about the, the reaching where you can have the, the best of intentions with something. And then something dies down, um, like the Breonna Taylor thing starting to die down, and everybody's like, "Okay, hey, pick this back up." The Me Too thing was like, no, no real eyesight on it. It's like, okay, hey, now we got Justin Justin Bieber's in that. Yeah. Okay, hey, now yeah, now it's like, oh, that was a fake account, but it it, it hit here yeah. that he had yeah. to you know sue, try to sue these social media accounts for for that. Um, Chris Lee, it's like. People didn't even know who he was, and now it's like, oh, should he part of this too? Oh yeah, this dude, yeah, okay. Right. And so that right. reaching part of it, the Bubba Wallace is like I said, I was part of one. Like, yo, it was a noose in this man. Like him being the only full time black driver, and knowing that they flew, uh, fans flew a plane over with the Confederate flag and a banner that says "Defund NASCAR" over the over the stadium because of the the Confederate hmm. flag stuff. So it was like. I one thousand believe that somebody would have, yeah. uh, somebody would have put a noose in, in in there, and then uh, NASCAR came out saying the rope's been fashioned like that, and it's been there forever. To me, I'm like, why would the rope be fashioned like that? I don't understand because I don't understand NASCAR. Right? Don't ever like say, that, me, don't right? ever tell me a noose is fashioned. Yeah, like, like that, this, bro. like not like, it like that. Like, yeah, like <laughs> it's, it's like put like that. It's not so, fashioned. <laughs> yeah, so the, the the reaching part is it's tough. Like like he like like James said, it's with the media and everything, they they get paid for having to break on the story. Got to so, have a break. So it's got to be that topic. they have to reach sometime and be like, oh, they grab something and it's something. It, it just has made their living right there. So that, that reaching part is it's tough, man. It's, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, what I still don't believe probably 80% of the things that happen on social media. I don't know, that's, that's my news. <laughs> um, so the TikTok videos, who sets up their videos, like, that's not real. Um, but the news thing, it's tough because supposedly only certain people had access to that 
um, garage or whatever yep. it was. Yep. And um, and that tells why, you what I need to know. Yeah, like why? How all of a sudden is that the only one that they find? You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. if it was a year ago, they should have found it months ago. Not even a year mm. ago. Maybe it was eight months ago they should have found it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, in the height of everything that's going on, I know everything is super amplified right now. You know, so we're we're seeing stories pop up every damn minute, basically. Mm. You know, of something you know new that was old in a sense you know like that one i forgot his name I'm elijah, elijah. elijah there you go yeah. um about a year ago you know like that's crazy like and then i just saw one a day about i definitely don't know her name but it's some some girl in wisconsin they some white guys rolled by her threw lighter fluid on her and threw a lighter at her and she, she got her neck caught on fire third first and third degree burns it's like damn dude the you know title, when did that happen? The title that was like crazy. yesterday. Yeah, oh, the really? title made it seem like yeah. she got lit on fire. Yeah. Like I was driving, saw it on somebody's story, favorited it because I was like, I got to read this when I stop. Don't uh, read text messages or read stories and drive, guys. So I pulled over or parked, read the story, and she wasn't even, she, I don't want to say it like that, but she was not caught on fire. She's just, her neck was on fire for a second. She's an EMT. So she kind of just put it out and but drove. But the fact that that happened, that's still effort. exact. No, yeah, I get you. Yeah, no, no, yeah. for sure. No, no, no. I'm definitely not trying to downplay what happened. But he's just saying the reach. But I'm the, saying like the reach. The, the the amount of things that are coming out right now. It's like, geez, we can't even keep <clears throat> and track. The amplification of it, right? Yeah. It's like I saw a story. There was a so like a Mexican guy. There was a Mexican guy. He got killed. He got killed by the police. Right. The headline was Mexican guy gets killed by the police, but like the guy had a gun. The guy had a gun and he was like trying to shoot at the cops and then he got killed. There was, yeah. a, there was another one where there's like uh, protesters get run o- or get run over by white supremacists or some crazy headline like that, right? Well, it turns out that there was just they surrounded the guy by the car and like held him at gunpoint. He tried to drive away, ran, ran him over, right? So it's like for every for every real story, they cancel and dilute the real stories with the fake bullshit and then no one ends up wanting really to believe anything like i'll ask you guys on a scale of one to ten when you read an article or see something from the mainstream media or social media how much trust do you have in it at initial glance i'm like 80 percent, bro unless my name ain't in it <laughs> zero i'm a, i'm like six out of ten right yeah. now i say six or seven i try to do really? my research and everything doesn't matter what write, it is zero negative ten thousand Damn. <laughs> I've spent too much like like a lot of the things that I learned in my writing career involves like persuasion and how to frame things. I like I've read tons of books about media manipulation tactics and it's on a level that like most people really don't understand. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't like fault people for not knowing it, but they're they're painting like a, a wholly inaccurate picture of the yeah. world. And the thing about it, it's like you can use real events to paint a narrative around it. You can use like some people don't even understand even watching certain types of videos doesn't necessarily tell you the truth. Watching certain types of photos, the way you angle a photo, the way you frame yeah. it, the, the yeah. when you when you cut a video, you could have a video of somebody talking for an hour, and you could cut thirty seconds out of it to make Paraphrase them seeing exactly opposite to what they were talking about the other fifty nine minutes and a half. Right. Yeah. So this is what they do, and it's their job. And you know, there's that saying: if it bleeds, it leads. They yeah. have to get attention to get clicks, and it's just. And it's just not helpful. So, like, yeah, I don't really know what to do with them, you yeah. know? Yeah, I had a class in uh, in college just like that about the um, the media. And it was based off of um, it. We had to diagnose, like, what the message was, what the target audience was, 
And before the class, you know, I, I see a commercial, I see an ad or whatever, and I just, I just see it. I see what they're selling. Okay. After the class, you know, now it's, it's been a long time. So, you know, I don't really pay attention to it anymore, but it's still, oh, okay. These are, you know, 20, 20 to 29 year old, um, white males having fun partying. Oh, they're drinking that beer. You know what? I want to, I want to go try that beer. You know, they're having fun. They're on the beach. You know, I like going to the beach. Stuff like that to where it's like their the target audience. It's like kids as with the toys. You see all these kids having fun playing with the toys and everything. Kids are like, I want that toy. Yeah, we could go all day on ads, man. Yeah. Like ads and marketing, you know. Yeah. There's always all kinds of strategies out there for you for sure. But, yeah, but with the reach, I just feel like right now they're just doing enough just to keep the topic hot and fresh yeah. for sure. Absolutely. More than enough. More than enough. <laughs> I put up Google Chrome and my email was up. All right, let's anyway. see. It's uh, story time, Monte. <sighs> so story time. So last week we kind of hinted on a certain situation that happened to us in the elevator at a bar right after recording our pod. Um, we didn't really hit on it. You know, it's past. It's whatever. Hey, past. But, but it, I feel like it's past. I feel like you should at least let them know what you're talking so, about. Let me hear it. The cycle is short. Tell it. So we recorded, and then uh, we went out to the bar, and we were in this elevator. Elevator's real real small. It's uh, uh, We're all in the elevator. There's two two other guys, uh, two white guys, and then an older white couple um, standing, white. Right, uh, standing right to the right of, uh, of me. And uh, we're going up. There's, what, one floor to go up? Two floors. Two floors two. to go up, and it, this elevator takes forever. Um, so we're going, and then all of a sudden, the, the lady asks, she said, you can't touch your hair. And kind of, Monte has dreads, guys. Yeah, it, they can see in the video. Not gotta watch the, well, our gotta other, watch our video. other millions yeah, of yeah. Spotify listeners may not be having the video, it, right? Better. So, you, better. 2020. <laughs> um, well, yeah, so I have dreads. They, and, and so she asked to touch my hair, and I'm, I look at her, and I'm like, no. And then Dino, Tim, I, they were like, no, like, <laughs> like no, you can't touch his hair, and she she kind of like taking it back, and her husband's kind of like they're both like, what? He's like, I can't touch your hair, like, no. And so they asked him a question. The guy's like, oh, how, how long have you had it? And I was like, I was like, uh, you know, twelve, thirteen years. He was like, oh, that's that's nice, brother. Like super nice. I'm like, he held right, you. Yeah, like, yeah, like oh, he brothered right. you. But then his wife says, I should have just touched him. Mm. I was like, what? And then one of the like the younger white kids that was behind him was like, no, nah, that wouldn't have been smart. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. like, yeah, like that's like, yeah. what, what? you have that audacity to do that. But, and so that was, that was that situation. And we were like, oh, yo, we, that's crazy that that happened. But in rebuttal, if you think about it, next time you get that, you should probably be like, yo, let me touch your hair. That's what no, I was thinking. We, we said, I was like, like, elevator. Like, like, yeah, like, like, let me touch your hair. Like, let me do something. Like, let me caress it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me run my fingers, you know, all that kind of jazz. Something like that, you know. But it's just squeeze. like I don't understand where they get where they got up from. Yeah. You know, even if like around the room that we're in right now, we have five different styles of hair. We have the dreads, we have the crop, <laughs> we have the bald fade, and we have a and like a like a taper fade. Yep. You know, that's five hairstyles. You know, so I've been, hey man, can you can I touch your hair? I want to touch a bald. I'm like, bro, touch your own hair. Rub your elbow, whatever. Like, get off me. Don't touch me. <laughs> hey, real talk, though. Like, why would you touch me? Have you ever asked a white person to touch their hair? No. Like, no. Be honest. 
I've no, never, the, their hair's not interesting. It's not that it's not interesting. It's just like that's not something I'm yeah. growing up doing. Yeah. Like, hey I'm man, not, let me touch your we hair. Don't, we don't fetishize, fetishize their yeah. hair, but yeah. they, there seems to be some sort of fetish with our hair. So How many times have they asked y'all to touch y'all hair? Oh, oh many times. Oh, many. All haircuts I've had, from bald to crop, everything. Yeah, more than that. Bald. I had the Madden 2003 crop. Let's look that up. Yeah, no, all the time. They gave man. me the crop. I might have to cut that into the video. Cut that in there. No, Tim still sure. has the Madden 2003 <laughs> crop. You got a crow sponge that, fam. It, it, it works, though. That's probably the That's water. the crop, bro. That's the crop. Create a player on Madden, bro. You're going to get that crop. Take, to say? take your hat off. Oh, <laughs> without a doubt. What do you call that? Ball. That's not ball, though. It's stubble. That's what it is, stubble. That's in matter too. <laughs> that is in matter. That's in too. I got the, the stubble. stubble. Hey, but back on the topic, yeah. you had that. Oh, yeah, you yeah. had another story yeah. too, where like you're getting like you're getting profiled based on yeah. what you look like, kind of. So, so tell the other one. You gotta cut the dreads. So bro. that's what it is. It's, it's the whole combination. Six four tattoos, dreads. Come on, man. Not six four. You try scary guys now. You're six. Go, okay, okay, what'd okay. you say? Go ahead. So, uh, so that happens. We're like, yo, that's crazy that that happened. We're, we're out with uh, pre-podding or podding, whatever we were doing. I just talk about topics. And then I go to the grocery store, and uh, it's like 30 minutes before they close. So the cashiers are there just like they randomly, pick, they randomly pick their overstock people. One. Um, <laughs> I had uh, to. Uh, they, they, they pick their, uh, their overstock people to run the cashier. Um, uh, so I'm getting, getting groceries, and then I go to check out. And I'm standing there, put everything up in the basket, um, and uh, he's ringing the stuff up. Uh, this white guy ringing stuff up, ringing stuff up, and then he like rings. I think it was like a lunchable for my kid or something. And he was like, he rings it up, and rings the next one up. He he like kind of stops. He was like, oh, so you know, uh, the the ones that don't have the food that doesn't have a green top on it is not covered by wick. And I was like, what? I didn't know what wick was. I was like, I was like, all right. I'm thinking like maybe it's like some. FDA or something like that, and then he like he's going. He's like, yeah. He's like, so yeah. If they have a green top, uh, you know, this that's covered by wick. I was like, I was like, what is that? Like health something or something like that. He was like, I forget the acronym. Um, I had to look it up, and, and then it hits me. I'm like, wait a minute. I, I've heard this before. I was like, is it like food stamps or something like that? He was like, he was like, yeah. It's kind of like a government assistant thing. And I was like, literally, I looked at him. I was like, what the fuck would you ask? Like, why would why the fuck would you tell me? That something's not covered by a wick. Oh, he thought and he had the EBT like, card. He he must have thought I had a government, so I didn't have the money to pay, or I was gonna be paying with the government assistance, something like that. I'm like, so I look. He's like, oh no, no. Like I tell everybody, you know, I tell everybody that I see that. And I said, so how often do you work the 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 cash register? He was like, he was like, oh, it's only a couple of times. I was like, so how often when you work your overnight do people come up and they're buying like kid stuff or whatever that with wick stuff? He's like. Uh, it doesn't happen. I said, so you don't tell people all the time. You said that for real. No, uh, told him. A couple ways to look at this. Obviously, he's out of line because if he knew the WIC acronym is women, infants, and children, mm-hmm. and you being, you know, as you said, six four, dreads, and what was the last part? Tattoos. <laughs> oh, yeah, those two. Um, I would never have approached you with that kind of energy ever. You know. Second of all. Don't go back to that store. We can start a boycott right now. It's, I, I got to go to the store. 
No, 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 you don't. No, what you about don't. going instead of it? You know, there's other. We'll talk places. about it, but there's other places. Always, there's always, okay. there's always okay. others. Okay. That's the problem with y'all. There's always others. Y'all, there's always others. Yeah, you mean y'all. by y'all. <clears throat> yeah, you, know, mean, you know exactly what I mean by y'all. Go ahead. I ain't gonna. I mean, would he would he have would he have asked me for a wick if I came in with my glasses on and a polo? Exactly. No dreads yeah. on. And the so, way I carry myself in a grocery store is completely different than how I'm hanging out with my fellas absolutely. because I need that I need that you know that sure. representation presentation and all that jazz you know because you never know who you're gonna meet no matter where you go. Hold, hold exactly. on, hold on, hold on. Why wouldn't he ask you if you had glasses and a polo on? Because because of the demeanor, right? So there's there's different kind of classifications that people put you in based on what you look like. So he might get the he's all right. He's six four attached. Dreads, he gets one classification. I might get yep. like, oh, he's maybe a little more. He's middle class. He's got the black, the glasses on. He has oh, a yeah. polo. Is no long hair to clean cut. You know, I have eight tattoos, but like a lot of them aren't visible. So, and then you know, even even the way I speak, where they well, they'll they'll think the way like the way that I'm talking right now. I guarantee you, he probably wouldn't have asked me that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent correct. Hundred percent. I'm gonna tell you right now, stereotypes will never die. So oh. if the five of us walked in anywhere, off they're genetic, rip, bro. Off rip. If five of us walked in anywhere, you're number one every single time. I'm just gonna tell you right now. Oh no, I know just, that. I know that. Just I'm not even trying to say that, here. but I'm gonna say that. No, I know that. You're number two. Zeno's two. <laughs> I'm gonna Why give you number two? three. I'm probably number four, cause just cause the beard, and hmm? then you with the glasses once again. You're probably I have the glasses, and I have the I have the I have the whitest voice too. Mm. The only reason I gave y'all top top three is height. Ultimately, height. Yeah, we you know you ain't you got no height. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> no, we. I, I understand. I agree. I agree. Like with our height, size, tattoos, like it's hair, it, it all that is just like I'm tatted. But I think. Oh, so I think the not. thing that I think the thing that what you're trying to get across there is like so a lot of like when white white people will be like, oh, I don't, I don't get it. Like, why are you why are you complaining about this, this, and that? What they don't understand is all of like maybe the little instances that you have to have in your life like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we all have different aspects of those. So I could be, you know, I used to live in kind of a smaller town full of all white people. I'll go, I'll go to the diner, pick up some food. I remember the first time I did it, it was like record scratch. Like everyone yeah. in the diner, like turned around and looked at me. It's like everywhere you go, if someone looks at you, you don't know why they're looking at you. Or like sometimes they're like, even people will be friendly to you. And is yeah. it like real friendliness or is it like fake? Let me make sure I like do my token. Yeah. Hello or whatever you get. Followed around in stores, different things like that. So yeah, I'm gonna touch on it just a little yeah. bit too, because it's not just white and black. I've been discriminated and prejudiced against by Asian people, Middle Eastern natives, in Indians, everything. Sure, like the line goes on. You know, like literally, like one day, I kid you not, I'm at work, and this you know Middle Eastern couple they asked me, James, how are you doing? And my head, you know, because you know currents are hot right now. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that they're talking about what's going on around in the world. You was on 10? I wasn't on 10, but I'm like, man, why are you asking me a question about how do I feel right now? Like, bro, like, you asked the same question a white man asked me. And you're from Saudi, you know, Middle Eastern. You should be asking the same questions, too. You think they meant any harm, though? They mean, meant, meant no harm. I'm not saying they meant harm. I'm it just saying. It's just, saying you put yourself in that mental state, It's just a question. I know. But you put stuff in that mental state, though. Oh, yeah. I've, I've had, I'm, I'm, yeah that's, we, that's where my head's at. Everything that's going on, we kind of have to. My head's there now. But that's the problem, though. Like, if you put, if you keep your guard up at all times, you're going to take everything personally. I'm not going to say my guard was all the way up because I'm more, like, inclined to be like, hey, man, if anybody asks me a question, I'm going to address it as the question that you asked. 
my guard's up. Now. If I, yeah, if I, you now. Yeah. yeah, if I feel like the defense. But I don't feel like I'm always going to be, you know, defensive or on the guard or anything like that. I feel like I'm going to take every question and just like anybody would, I'm going to analyze this question and this topic and then I'm going to give you the answer. If so, so should I have been offended then? Because I, I was. I, yeah. I was. How are you? You should have been you, oh, Okay, that's what you, I was you, you, you roll up and swap. A hundred percent should have been offended. Okay, all right, cool. And almost, He's I don't know how you were in that position. Guy. If it was me, I, I I ask for the smoke sometimes, bro. I'm going to get defensive. So I called him and I really I'm was like, yo, I might go back in here and swing on this dude. Like I almost yeah. swung. No, 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 don't do that. No, 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 That's where I was. That's what smoke is to me. We got the green light, bro. You should have smacked him. We got the green light. Why not? That was. I think that was a platform for himself that you could almost attack him with words and educate this dude because he felt like he wasn't intelligent, a.k.a. ignorant. Fam, we got the green light right now, bro. This is a time to smack somebody. We never bro. have the green light. We got uh, the green light right now. So here's the part. Here's the part. Here's the part that you are, you're going to fail to understand. Monte goes outside, plots on smacking this dude up, premeditated, a.k.a. goes back inside, smacks this dude up. Who goes to jail? Who gets in trouble? Monte. Who keeps working at the store that he shopped at? That dude. Who can't come back to the store? Monte. Who has a scar on his record now? Monte. Who's going to live his life and ask the next guy that comes in with dreadlocks, hey, are you using Wick or not? Right. You definitely feel that profile. He probably thought he was helping, though, because remember we, we had talked about that before where, remember when I said, I don't want white people's help. I talked about that yeah. in the last podcast, mm-hmm. right? So if there's like that, we want to be in the fight with you, or sometimes people can say statements like that to you and think they're helping because they just look, oh, these these poor black people, they need Wick, they need, they need welfare, they need our assistance. And a lot of that, like a lot of that energy that happened in your interaction, I see going on in the minds of a lot of people around America right now where they think not just that like, oh, we are like rational, ambitious, normal people who like just give us a normal fucking leg up and like yeah. we're good. We'll take it from there. They, I think some people see it as, you know what? Yeah, it's time. It's time to help these poor little poor little black people who they're just struggling with their dreads and their tattoos and they just they don't know what they're doing and they need their wick and all this right. and like that's that's the energy i don't like and that's why i constantly am kind of resistant you know to to asking for their Bro, help so there's a little background about quality man we gonna have to smack somebody man just let these people <laughs> know man like y'all can't be asking the stupid questions like this man because mm-hmm. like ultimately that's the reason they do it you know what i'm saying they think they above us man you know what i'm saying like dog I'm not the one. Yeah. Smack this dude. Hey, you talking the same way to the other person? You send it to a white person? You send it to a Hispanic person? I'm smacking you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do we think we're a, do we think, do you think we look at ourselves equally to them? That's what I'm saying. Why, why is the, com- the conversation is always about white privilege, what white people feel like, what white people need to do to help us? How come, how come the, the word white is in so many of these conversations about helping Man, we're people? the privileged ones. They want to be us. Fam, I've been saying this for a while. I don't know if, you know, because it's, it's been said that we're the first people, right? The oldest species or whatever you want to call it is black. I think everything was derived derived from us. You know what I'm saying? So I think we are, I don't like saying that, like not superior, but I think we have, um, not I don't know what it is, capabilities or the ability to do a bunch of other things that are innately in us, you know? There's a reason why we can do so many things naturally. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason why we can even go into the physical aspect. There's a reason why we're built like this. 
You know, why are we still walking on eggshells? Still, no. I think the people. I think the people. I think that. Why can we just admit it? Because you brought that up. I was. I literally explained to people all the time. Like I felt like you know, growing up, I was on the eggshells. Now I feel reversed, where I'm not on the eggshells, bro. The people around me is walking on eggshells because they feel like they may be too fragile to even want to have a genuine conversation with me about the topics of discussion going on right now around me. Or they don't feel like they can, like, piss me off. But I feel like it'd be best for them to piss me off, and that way I can actually tell them what's up. Otherwise, they're going to be, like, Yeah, but the only image they have of a pissed-off black man is from Boys in the Hood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's where their their deficiencies and their mindset come in. Like, this is what I've seen. That's why he asked you about that. He's like, and that's why he got scared in a sense. You know, once you checked him, he was like, no, 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 uh, this is what I normally do. Because he figured, like, oh, shoot, now he really is that dreadhead with the 6'4 yep. with the tattoos. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. That blindy dread, you know? So. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, but, nobody want the monster till you see the monster, bro. Yeah. Like, like, oh, man, that dude might be a monster. I made him a monster now. Yeah. I got to run. Yeah. You know, I got to run. Yeah. Bro, like, so, if you're not doing no wrong and you walk into an establishment, you ain't got to act or do anything differently, bro. Yeah, like yeah. that's what I keep yeah. saying about no, eggshells, man. No, like yeah. if I walk into somewhere, I always said it best before, bro. Like I'm black, and that's been stated 31 years ago. I'm not worried about that mm, no more. Yeah. You put me in a room with anybody else, I don't care about nothing. Yeah. So I'm not. It's been points and times where I was cognizant, aware of my surroundings, and I've made sure that oh, I, I still acted that. a certain type of way. Oh, I'm no, no, done no. with that, man. Because I'm the thing is, if I'm, if, I, if I'm not on 10, if I'm not doing nothing crazy, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. If I go to a restaurant, I'm sitting right at the restaurant, sitting right at the bar, with the next person, ordering my drinks, ordering my food, and I don't expect you to look at me any differently. And if I you agree, do, I agree. I'm not going to be nice about it anymore. Mm. And you're not getting a nigga out of me. You're just getting the real out of me. Two. Keep counting. No, it's fine. <laughs> I, it was on, who, who well, no, it's yeah, it's um I I guess I can go next, but yeah, that's my my natural personality. I'm just like polite and disarming, like everywhere I go, and I'm not even trying to be. That's just the way I That's how you was raised. That's this the way I was raised, just to be polite, respect people. Like every time I go to a food service All of place, us. please, yeah. please thank you. You thank you so much. Yeah, never complain about rush orders, anything like that. You Look. just move through that and then I've rarely came come into situations where even like even where that situation where I'll go to that like that diner in a small town where it's like all there's all white people, I still walk in and I'm like, Oh hey, you know, I just place an order, blah, 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 please, thank you. And it's not because I feel like unsafe. That's just the way I operate. And then not that it not that it needs to be that way, but like I'll interact with them that way. And then oh, they'll kinda like lighten up a little bit and kind of see, oh, this is just, you know, seeing someone care. And it's we shouldn't have to like be seen as carrying ourselves normally for people to have a different impression of us, but it's still going to be like a natural consequence of that. Like right. just moving about the world that way. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't believe white only pie, man. I'm taking all the pie. I'm done with that. I've, I've never, yeah, I've, uh, my pie is full, dude. I, I don't care. Definitely white, a cheesecake cat. White, red, yellow, brown. If you're trying to compete with me, I'm taking your shit. It doesn't matter what That's you look that. like. Um, for me, I don't know. I want to talk about, I want to talk about who I think the real enemies of the people are in our society. A, uh, I think the mainstream media is without question an enemy of everyone in America, including whatever race you want to pick. Uh, I think our politicians are the enemy of the people. And the reason I say this is because the way that I look at human behavior, 
humans are driven by incentives. Whatever you're incentivized to do, you're going to do. And a lot of people look at themselves like in an idealistic way where they think that they would behave differently if they were put into that same situation. But if you change some of the variables in someone's life, you can be very surprised at the type of things that they'll do. So take the media. They're incentivized to what? Get clicks, get eyeballs, make everything look as dark and negative as it possibly can. And they've, they've done, I think that they've actually in the past 10 years, the media has done more to make race relations in this country worse than the actual events themselves. Mm -hmm. I actually lay the, much of the responsibility on their feet. And I also lay it on the responsibility of all politicians. So a lot of people will get mad at me because I'm not choosing a team. I, I think that, you know, Democrats and Republicans, they're all doing the same. They're all doing the same thing. <laughs> gang, gang. Right? Yeah. They're all, they're, yeah. they're all gang member <laughs> mafia and they're all incentivized not to help. So if you, like you take like our party, Democrats, right? They actually have no incentive to help us. Why? If they were to actually fix our problems, that would cause apathy in voting. Once things got okay, some people wouldn't feel the need, the need to vote because there would be there would be nothing to really, vote for. There would be know? nothing to vote for or to fight for. So they have no incentives to actually fix things. And even you know there there's some real leaders in our community, but then there are also leaders who they have built financial empires off of our struggle. And if our struggle goes away, their money goes away too. Mm. People don't people don't look at it that way. So when you yeah. look at the incentives for behavior, they don't really have a lot of incentives to fix things. And it's why. I really don't look up to so everyone's their number one thing is let's get out there and vote. And I think on the list of things that would help us, I'd put that at the very bottom. Mm -hmm. You got to make sure you, I don't know, vote for, you know, the appropriate. You can just be like, yo, I'm going to go with the Democrat just because my mom voted Democrat. Right. And, you know, they're for the, you know, for the black people or for right. the community or for the empowerment of anything else, but a Republican. So you just got to educate yourself with politics and politicians around you more so than anything. And I feel like the ones in your backyard more than anything over presidencies and things like that. So um, from the government to the mayors to, I don't know, the House, Senate, everything like that, it, it all has to be addressed appropriately and fixed correct. Yeah. To think about it this way, though, the governor of Minnesota, Democrat. Mayor of the city, Democrat. Most of the police, like Sean King posted a tweet about yeah. this. The vast majority of these police brutality cases are happening in democratic cities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Underneath, underneath our own leaders. Yeah. So we're placing all this blame elsewhere and we're still, we're voting for it. We're, we're voting for that team. Yeah. Yet. They ain't fixing nothing. They're not fixing nothing. And actually they have some of the worst ran areas in the country. We're all getting, we're not getting, we're, we're getting more shot in right. Minneapolis and Eric Garner's getting choked in New York, not in Alabama. In yeah. Minneapolis, in our backyard. Yeah, it's not a political problem. It's a people problem. Yeah. yeah. You know? And that's, again, education, man. It's, it's all like education. You have to educate yourself to, especially in that field, you got to want to know and learn about different type of people and how things work and things like that. You know, it's just, it's tough to see, but I, I agree. I think you need to vote, but I don't think you need to vote ignorantly. I don't think you need right. to stay with, I don't even think it's about a party. You know what I'm saying? I think you right, just got to really try to, everything's not going to be right for you. That's just how it works, you know, in any situation. But you want to pick the 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 opportunity that has the the most, that gives the most value to you in your life and the, the, the community you're from or that you live in, I should say. Mm -hmm. You know, so 
I'm gonna tell you this right now. I'm afraid of politics. I'm politics, a- yeah. You know, you don't bring it like they teach you politics, politics, money, religion. And you don't bring that to the table. You know, like you think they do that for a reason though. Because you want to bring politics to the table. Because they want you not to be educated on politics. Oh, for sure. When you talk about like mainstream media and you talk about that stuff. So like if your source of news is mainstream media, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what they that's what they live off is politics, right? CNN, Fox News, all they do is talk about politics. I don't watch news because I don't want to talk politics. But all the stuff that they teach us with politics is information that where can I actually go to get the correct information about politics? So exactly. the easiest thing for a person like me to do is just to be oblivious when it comes to politics. And like you said, like we said earlier, people tell you not to talk politics. You know, does that make sense? Like, yeah, I mean, it does make sense. Like, what? Actually, I'm not. I'm not going to talk for the rest of this segment. But like, in terms of no, for real, because I want to hear your guys' opinion on this. And like, I challenge people on this. Everyone's like, vote, 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 leader, 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 this, this, and that. We've had these same problems happening under different regimes, under different people. Like, actually draw the causal link between voting and getting outcomes. Like, name an example. We don't we don't have any. I couldn't tell you. So why is it so important to vote when you I'm can't a, even I'm draw be, a link I'm between be, them, you know? I'm going to be real and say the elephant in the room. Bro, I'm 31 years old. Never voted in my life. Me neither. I voted for Obama. Never voted in my life. Obama, regardless. What did Lupe say? Gaza Strip was getting bombed. Obama didn't say shit. I'm not voting. You know me. I'm vote. not voting. Go. Keep going. That's keep it, going. I like knowledge. it. I'm done. Yeah. There you go. No, 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 I ain't no. saying shit for so the next seven minutes. I got a question for So what, at the root of it, what's the difference between the Republican Party and the Democratic Party? None. So Republicans were actually the ones that were for. Force against slavery, right? Yeah, for against slavery. Were, you yeah, get what I'm saying? They were against it. And yeah. then everything switched yeah. at a certain point. I don't know how it. I don't know how you can. If something is so rooted in focus, I don't understand how you can just be like, switch. Let's we'll focus on this side. You focus on that. They side. probably did one big thing. I don't know. We can probably Google it. I have a computer, but yeah. But like the thing probably is, one thing. I'm sorry. I was. Away. I did say I was gonna say nothing. No, I, I feel like right. I feel. Like, I said I was gonna stop talking to you, and I went back in. So no, I literally feel like you know, with the Democrats, and you got the Republicans over here. You know, everybody like, oh, vote Democrat, Republican is Trump. Trump can be the president, bro. I give two shits. I'm gonna just say fuck Donald Trump, just like that, because what he did, I'm pretty sure, like everybody can be like, oh, he said some good stuff, he said some bad stuff. Why do I gotta search for what he said? What is he actually doing, bro? Like, if they start the looting, we gonna start the shooting, like shit like that. Just the only thing that's like the only thing that I can like remember him saying. Right. So why am I sticking with that? Why am I not like, oh, man, Trump is actually out here shaking hands and kissing babies with the black people instead of like saying, hey, if they start looting, we start shooting. Damn, he had a riot Bro, they put in a Selma hit. on Juneteenth. Like, he put a hit out on my skin. Yeah. Yeah. Openly. And another thing, too, like <laughs> when you talk about this stuff, everybody always complains when it comes down to the last two candidates as if how did we allow these last two candidates to get there? And then I go, you did, but that's what they, that's what it's you did. But then I go, was it really us? Because no. if you really hate these two candidates that much, remember when it was Trump versus Hillary, everybody's like, it's the lesser of two evils. Who should I go with? I can't and vote for a woman. Can't vote for a woman. So I'm going to vote for this guy, but I don't want to vote for this guy. Cause he's a bigot. And then I'm going, so you're trying to tell me out of all these people that could be candidates, it came down to these two people that you guys ultimately hate to the core. How does that happen? And this goes back to 
the leaders. Who do we have around us who could be president? Can't name nobody, bro. Rappers? We had a black president. We had a black president. That's what I'm saying. What That's past what, what, tense. I know That's what I'm saying. Been. What, what That's over. But that. like he said, the Lupe <laughs> thing, a lot of black folks was saying like they don't really, they didn't really see Obama out there in Illinois Look, like bro, that. It's like the presidency, yeah. That's cool, but really, what it is is just a voice for the United States of America. Yeah, they bro. don't do nothing. It's a voice for the the five families that run every single facts, thing. big facts, media included. But like Deep the Congress state. and the House do everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's why it's so hard to <laughs> see Trump in office because this guy's a terrible person. At least Obama was a nice person. So right. when he spoke on our behalf, we felt proud, mm-hmm. and he was black. Yeah. But anytime Trump says anything, it's like, oh my God, what is this guy going to say now? You know, he's just a terrible person. I mean, it's going to be the most glorious and perfectest thing ever, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he's talking about. Yeah, we're trying to win. It's like we're trying to win the war on feelings, right? Because Donald Trump is a dickhead, like clearly. And he's saying all, we're always like, why are we always focusing on his Twitter? He's just saying, this man is just going off saying the most reckless, crazy shit on Twitter. But I'm sure, I because I don't even know, I'm sure the guy has passed like, hundred some crazy ass laws that we have no idea. He's just stripping things <laughs> yeah. left and right. So it's like a magician's trick, right? It's like, let me tweet, let me tweet over here, and then let me do let me do whatever I want to do over there, right? But I don't know. I'm I was just go ahead. What no, I just say? wanted to know what you guys thought as far as like what the what the fuck are we doing? Like what what are we doing? Everyone's just is talk, 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 talk. Vote, 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 vote. But when it's change, vote day, change, you go change, in there change. and then you circle these, you circle these names on these dots, and then you put them in this ballot or whatever it is, and they turn them in. And then what actually happens? You know what I'm saying? Like what actually really happens? Like yeah, I don't even know if those votes are like legit. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> they, they pressing you. You got people calling your phone asking you to vote for this person, join this group, and then have you put these signs in the front of your lawn. I'm going. Where's this concept coming from, bro? Like, it just doesn't well, resonate with me. Yeah. What'd you say? It's democracy, but yeah. But is it really? I mean, that's that's what it's based upon, I should say. But is it really? I don't know if it's true. Like, just like the media, bro. I don't believe what they be saying. But that's the thing, though. Because, like. Like, do we actually have any power as people? Well, do we? I, I really. I I'm going to go ahead and say no. I'm going to say no. I actually do not know. Bro, Donald Trump was at home alone. Because if we had... <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a reality TV. Man, reality I think TV. if we had, if we actually had power as people, we would have changed a bunch of things already. I think we have power, but it's at a local level. I think you have the power to change your own life. And I think you have the power to maybe inspire a couple, 10, 100 people around you. And they can do that the same and like create a ripple effect, right? So... I have some, I do writing, there's a, 99.9999% of the world doesn't read my writing, but there's 0.001% that does, and even those, you know, only a small fraction of people are going to act on the information, but if I write for 30 years, and I could say like a couple dozen people change their life off of that, that shit, that's, that's my whole entire dream. And that's my whole life. Yeah. You know, just trying to get people to, just trying to inspire people, inspire to inspire with every respire, man, that's the rule. But like when we talk about locally and voting local to control the stuff that's going on in your community, do y'all really even believe that? Because like community we live in, looking at this water bottle, is driven by this thing called a Mayo Clinic, right? So I feel like it doesn't really matter what we say because ultimately they're gonna do what's best for that thing right there called a Mayo Clinic. 
I'm just I'm being honest, man. Like, yeah, I mean, I haven't I didn't grow up here. I mean, I've been here for some years, but I think if if we really wanted to enact, enact change here, I think it's possible. But I think it has to be unified. It can't be a small portion of people because going against that big juggernaut is is not, not feasible. <laughs> you know, so like if we partnered up and we had Hobbs here open up a brewery, right? And we I'm pushed, ready. We push everybody to go to that brewery. They're going. That's you power think, in the exactly. people. You don't think that's we, easy? We would merc the competition. That's easy. That's what I'm saying. Black owned brewery. That's the kind of stuff right there. Like you put the five heads of us together, five mics together, and we do that. Those breweries have no swag. We could easily and in that brewery now we got you. Forge does. And then now, does have some swag. Now in that brewery yeah, we got you out there with merchandise. You you, you, you can sell your boy. books through that brewery. You can sell your merchandise through that brewery. I bought also, a penny from a black artist. Why are you hanging giving stuff everybody our business plan right I'm now? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. This is one of them things where like when you think about it, man, it's it's here's the thing. I'm gonna be honest with you. People talk way too oh, much and don't you know do what? nothing. This is all right. I'll go right into mine. This is actually right there. Yeah, swing. This is the last so, one, right? Because you pointed out Mayo Clinic, and I said this like maybe two, three weeks ago. Um, I feel like the thing that holds us back the most in doing anything is ourselves. Um, yeah, there's going to be obstacles, there's going to be walls, but you either got to break through that wall, run around it, or jump over it. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's it's. It takes a special type of individual or or a waking up or whatever you want to call it to realize, like, you know what? The only thing that's really, really potentially holding me back is myself. You know what I'm saying? My self-doubt. You got to believe in your, your success more than they believe in your failures. You know what I'm saying? That's a quote. Um, but that's what, that's kind of what you just kind of touched on a little bit. I know we, me and Hops have chopped about a brewery. You know what I'm saying? I was I don't, I don't know nothing about beer, but I'm down to make some money, and I think we can do big things because there's nothing like that out here. You know, and that's the, that's my whole thing is starting something different and new with some flavor. Um, and I don't I don't think anybody can hold us back if we really wanted to do that. You oh, know? I know who can hold us back. The five of us, because just like you said, no, I'm saying, but I'm I'm hitting on what he's saying because what I'm saying is everybody, the way I operate, I. Really, just do things. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care. I just do things. Don't tell me I can't do nothing. I will get up in the morning and run twelve miles because I'm not gonna not run twelve miles. So it's like, well, I would not run twelve miles. I will just because I know I can. But then, like you talk about a brewery, you talk about other things. Talking about it means nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody can steal your idea because the only way an idea of yours gets stolen is if you sleep on it. I like that. The only way you, the only way things are gonna get done is by doing it. And so it's like, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm listening. I, I think you should talk about it too. Because that's where I've gotten. You got to speak in a good. Yeah. You got to put that shit in the air. And you have to formulate a plan. You know what I'm saying? I understand you want to do things, but you got to plan it out. And especially with situations like this, where we've chopped about many things before. You know what I'm saying? You always, I like spitballing things off of people like, yo, what do you think about this? You know, and then they give me their insight and their opinion. And then I say, okay, I could use that for this. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's good. Good luck on Hops. But I think yes, I I agree with you what you're saying. But don't just tell people. I feel like people are gonna take that as talk is cheap. But you got to talk to make the money. That's another bar. What I'm saying is, I'm not against because we've chopped it up. Like even before we did this, we chopped it up. So it's not even about that. But the thing is, you get to a point where you can only talk so much. You know what I'm saying, and then I'm the person that sits in the room and I just hear people talking, and then eventually I get to the point where I go, 
All right, so are we done talking? Are we gonna actually do this? Because the more the more I talk about something, the more I don't want to do it. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, you should be tired. Like, uh, are we gonna do this or what? It just gets played out. But then the easy thing to do is just like think about this pot. Like this happened from just a conversation of two hours or so. We're like, you know what? Let's do a podcast. And then I was like, all right, let's bring James on. And how to plan it? And how to plan to go on that one? We said let's just shoot next week. It wasn't uh let's shoot in a month. Let's shoot in two months. I was ready. Let's coordinate two days it. later, homie. I know, right. but, but what, I'm, what I'm saying is like when you talk about something, if you let it rest, it's not gonna happen. You got you got to try to do things immediately as possible. With the plan. With the plan. Yeah, I do everything after. So I write the book first, and then I say, "Oh, hey, I wrote a book." I don't tell people I'm gonna write a book. Exactly. I just put it out. Um, but like in your circle, like I think. That there's in your talking in your circle, and then there's like talking out to the public. So there's like yeah. talking in your circle about plotting it, or like that's what I'm going mean. on Facebook and be like, yeah, I'm starting a brewery next month or whatever, and then you don't do it right because there. I mean, there is there's like a level of a level of planning, and then there's a level of BS that can also appear to be planning. So it's it's definitely tricky, but you're already looking at you're already looking at movers like this. He already has a clothing line that's already complete, right? So when you have something like that. This is someone who's created a product from start to finish, yeah. sold it, and made money from it. When he says he's plotting a plan, he's already successfully executed a plan. So it's like more than just a than just a, a saying, right? So we can all we can all collab, but you know we're already. You just came back from a shoot. You're a doer. Like you just came back from doing a commercial or whatever. Like this two is, shoots in one in two days, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, oh, but, yeah. Uh, should we throw the clip yeah, up in the video? Like you, gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you got to. He stole, he stole make, Shorty's denim jacket. Should we yeah. make it the thumbnail for the YouTube channel? That's yeah. my own, I was going to wear that jacket. Make, that's, no, my dun, that's my denim. What would you say, Hobbs? No, but like with all plans, you still got to formulate that plot. Like, you just can't say, like, I'm about to start a business. Well, let's do a business. This has got to be right. Otherwise, what's the math on businesses starting businesses and closing? It's like 80%. Bro, more closing than open, yeah. you know? So you just don't want to say, let's do it. You got to do it right. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going. at all either. Mike Tyson approach. Everybody has a plan until they get hit in the mouth. The moment you get hit in the yeah. mouth, things change quick. Yeah. And then I'm going to eat the babies. Then I'm going to eat the kids. But you want to. Like, all that jazz, too. You want to try to. He lives You want to try to plan for even when you get hit. You know what I'm saying? Especially financially. Right now, businesses <laughs> right now. Took a hit. Like, how many people planned like for Cor something like this? Like, Corona, bro, was real. Let's get this to sweep in. But peep this, though. So, like, it might not be action in doing what you have set out to do, but you at least take steps. Yeah, so for like, sure. When, that's, I'm all about the whole talking aspect of it. I've seen people just talk. Like, mm -hmm. I run into a lot of cornballs, bro. There's a lot of people I know that are corny fam. as hell. All they do is talk about stuff. And I've gotten to the point where, like, because the thing is, people care more than they think other people actually care. You know, so like, think about this. You care about what you have going on more than the next person. So the next person, all they're going to care about is For once sure. the product is finished. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could start something from scratch. Nobody's going to care about how you got there. Mm -hmm. They just care about being there. Yeah. And so it's like, if you tell people something, most people are going to want, want you to fail. But the thing is, don't worry about them. The reason, the reason you don't do it is because you're worried more about yourself. Mm -hmm. I think, I don't think you, well, I'll take a couple things from that. 
I wouldn't worry about what other people think. Or how, how, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't worry about what other people are talking about what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that's their plan, cool. I'm going to worry about what I'm doing and what my homies is doing. You know what I'm saying? When they're saying something to me, then I'm really going to be engaged. Yeah, I'm definitely going to talk to the person if I'm cool with them. You know what I'm saying? All right, there's your plan. Cool. But if you think about it, it's like we were talking about Nip and who else we Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Like, that's one in a million. You know what I'm saying? So let's be that one in a million. Let those other people be those, what is that? 999,999. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's not going to be successful in their dream or their their goal or their whatever it is, their plan. But I'm going to try to make sure that I am. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to worry about if they're going to stick to what they're talking about. But you know that's just extra energy. The greatest feeling in the world is just having an idea and following through with it, like I, I know that's not the greatest feeling, but it's I, it's, one, it's it's up there. It's I know, fun. I know. Around this time, what four or five years ago, two 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 guys approached me and said, "Hey, let's start a football team." People are people in town are always talking about what we gonna do when we put pads on because we play flight football as we get older. I said, "All right, let's start a football team." What we do? Got some sponsors, got some equipment, got a field. Now we coming up on it would have been our fifth year, year five, doing this yeah. thing. You know what I'm saying? And then like once it happened, it just happened. You know what I'm saying? And then it just became one of them things where, like, I'm sitting inside having meetings with people, having zero clue what I'm even talking about because I've never done this before. I'm looking people dead in the eye, asking them to cut me a check for thousands and thousands of dollars. You know what I'm saying? And having believing in, in something that I can't even put on paper right now because I don't know how it's going to go down. But guess what? Passion, conviction, got it done. All of a sudden, the day of, I'm like, oh, dang, it's a Saturday, man. People got jerseys on. Got fans in the crowd. And at that moment, I'm sitting there going, oh, this is actually happening. Nigga, we made it. Mystery. But, but <laughs> it's just one of them things. But then once it happened, it happened. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, what's next? The brewery. I mean, I'm already hearing. Order so we just, had talked, we just talked about multiple people who have um, you've already successfully executed plans before. It seems like this is a, a regular thing among this group. So just everything else is going to come to fruition when it comes to fruition, right? Correct. Right. But then if we, if, we, if we come back full circle, it's like when we talk about what you was talking about, about like being leaders, being role models, that's the kind of stuff that I keep wanting us to instill in people's heads. You know what I'm saying? Because like when you start talking about kids, man, like if kids see us doing this, if kids see us making moves, because like what's going to happen is what we do is going to be awesome. But what they going to do, what they do is going to be far better, better. Be better. You know what I'm saying? But like in order for them to have the motivation to do something, we have to be the ones to do it. Because yeah, if we sure. rest in our laurels or whatever, I don't even know what that, what does laurels. that even mean? Laurels. What does that mean? Who's Laurel? <laughs> Laurel from uh, <laughs> Laurel. That's a good question. I actually don't know what the word Laurel literally means. I like what object what it means. is. So like, I'm with it. You what know is I'm a Laurel? Somebody search that. But what I'm saying is like if we don't do well, if something. If you use the word in context, I'm pretty much going to say like morals, values, things, nah, beliefs. No. Laurel is like. That's not what it is. Coasting on your accomplishments. Don't be satisfied what you have done or yeah. what you have already done. Or I went to school for business. You went to school for everything. Logic. Uh, Podcasting. Or or what what did he say? Uh, So us being on this podcast, you know, we're a great support team. So if we're all supporting. That's why I don't do politics. If we all support. Before the pod is over, Tim, please, please share the wisdom you shared with us. Oh, my God. Last night or the other night. No, I'm dead. So here's my take on it. We waited things, an hour right? for it. No, nah, we don't need that take. <laughs> this is my take on it. Say the statement. No, give us the real first. Here's then the real. Tell us the take. Here's the real. Cut the take out. If you have a strong support system, that's all the support you need. 
cut. Do you want to uh, <laughs> do a little wrap up like last time? Uh, yeah, actually, we'll do it. We'll do it the same way we did last time. So, five mics podcast. Each one of the mics is going to give you very, very, very quick parting thoughts before we jump off. So, Tim, give us your parting thoughts. Here's my parting thoughts, and it's probably going to be my parting thoughts every single time. If you want to do something, just do it. I don't give a damn. Just do it. Adidas. That's Nike. Mr. Hops, what do you leave him with? Uh, I mean, just a touch off that, or a piggyback, I should say, rather. If you want to do the plan, you want to stick to the script, you know, just make sure you do it right, and it's clear, and it's concise, and it's accurate, because if you go into, you know, the life, or into business, or into any venture that you want to, and if it's not done right, you're going to drown. You can't swim. No, I can't swim. You gonna swim? If you can't swim, you bound to drizzle. Hops. The floor is lava. Mine is a hey, the war. Still fighting that. Keep going. Keep going. And everybody's not on wick, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I ain't gonna lie though. If anybody do have wick man, out there, right, I am oh, not turning dog. it down. Man. EBT I, had me right yeah, for some right. months. Man, <laughs> please send me some EBT or some food stamps. Uh, this is Dino. Um, as always, just live your freedom, man. Stay up and pray up to your days up. You know, days are numbered, but let's make sure they count. All right. Uh, yeah, this is I.O. Um, just want to tell people I believe in them. I believe in black people. I think they're excellent. I believe in all people, and I think we're all inherently excellent. And if we stop looking at the sky for our saviors and just look in the fucking mirror, I think Ooh. we'll all figure that out. That's a bar. Yeah. You know what this is? The Five Mics Podcast, Episode 2, with Tim, James, Monte, I.O., and Dino. We out of here. TGV, a champion fighter for whom the bell tolls. L-U-P. Little engine from the hood, the hustler in me. Known to hit the track like John Henry. Just give me my glass.